Calf Hood Health, so very important. We have product and management updates, semen sales, genetic selections, raising bucking horses. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFDTV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Brazilian beef giant JBS agreed to pay $25 million to settle a lawsuit accusing the company of conspiring with industry rivals to limit the supply of beef to artificially inflate prices. The settlement, which is subject to approval by a judge, was disclosed by plaintiff's lawyers representing a class of commercial beef producers in Minnesota federal court last week. That's according to court documents. This is the second settlement that JBS and its subsidiaries have reached in the case, with the company agreeing to pay $52.5 million last year to grocers and other plaintiffs that make up the direct beef purchaser class. As part of the new settlement, JBS will cooperate with ongoing cases against corporate defendants, including Cargill Incorporated and Tyson Foods Incorporated, which have not settled. JBS has denied liability in the settlement. Back in September, JBS settled with plaintiffs in a pork price-fixing case for more than $20 million. Starting out with some questions for Marty Robb with Allied Genetic Resources. Marty, this is about AI. Can we get on the phone with you and say, you know what, Marty, I didn't get uh, some of the bulls purchased that that I wanted this year, whatever the case is, or I wasn't able to do this or do that, or maybe I want to be able to take advantage of some of those genetics that maybe I just couldn't couldn't go and afford right away. Will you help me with that? Of putting together a little bit more of a specific, uh, you know, program for me, almost kind of like uh, like we use with the Right Choice program on a lot of our bills that are sold. And you're talking about from a, a semen standpoint. From a semen standpoint. Yeah, and we realize that that. There's still lots and lots of producers that don't utilize AI, or they only utilize utilize AI in their in their heifers, because that's the easiest group to work with, uh, without having to sort calves all the time. But if we offer semen on 150 plus bulls that are as good as as good as there are, you know, the, the amount of diversity in that set of bulls uh, in combination with with genetic values at the very top of the very top of the heap. And uh, not just in Semitol, but also, you know, Red Angus, Angus Bulls, uh, other options that way. Uh, we try to do it differently to bring in a, a large number of uh, young candidate sires, bulls that show, you know, immense potential uh, genetically. Uh, and then we'll get them sampled. And the ones that don't work, we, we run out. We replace them with new ones the next year, the ones that, you know, that aren't special. And I think that model is a little bit different than what you see in your standard semen sales, semen company sales. Um, we're not trying to make one or two bulls famous. We're trying to, you know, truly sort through the the entire population and find the ones that are going to make a difference in the beef business. John Morford, president of the Board of Governors with the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale in this update. Let's talk about the equine athletes and the stock contractors that raise these horses. This is pure stockmanship, the way that contractors, breeders, producers, the way that they raise and they care for these bucking horses. They take so good care of these horses that 
people sometimes have a misconception on a good bucking horse that they're a wild beast and they're terrified and they're doing all that. And that couldn't be further from the truth. These horses are just bred with a mindset that they like to buck. I mean, they come from generations of horses that haven't been broke. So, I mean, just pretty quick, it's just heredity takes over. And these are taken care of so well. The majority of horses in a bucking horse string, if you see them behind the chutes in a pen, a lot of them will come up to you looking for something in your hand because you might have something in your pocket. Mm-hmm. A lot of these horses are halter broke. They can be led around just like any horse. But when you put them in a chute and put a guy on their back, it's their job. And they like their job of trying to get the get that person off their back. They're fed well. They're taken care of. They're groomed. They're kept clean. They have an excellent life. Buckinghorsesale.com for more information. May 6 and 7 Derby Day races. May 14th, the Mother's Day races. May 18th is the kickoff concert. May 19th, the first day of events. May 20th, the second day of events. And then Sunday, May 21st, the final day of events. Just head to buckinghorsesale.com. Coming up, we're talking calf hood health. Stay with us. We've got more of the Ranch It Up Radio show after this. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. EquineMarket.com puts you in control of buying and selling horses of all breeds and disciplines. The easy-to-use online platform at EquineMarket.com offers private treaty sale, online auction, and live auction internet bidding. Horses never leave the farm until the buyer arrives, and because buyers connect directly with sellers, there's no middleman. Sell horses and hay on your terms today with equinemarket.com. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month. Or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFD-TV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Cattle Battle. Welcome back to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. The most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find. It's your all things ranching newscast, and so glad to be with you. Questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, rants, it doesn't matter. Give us a call or text at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-RANCH20, 707-726-2420, or email ranchitupshow at gmail.com on social media at Ranch It Up Show. Now, calving season over for some, in full swing for others. And uh, this one has been a doozy. There's been lots and lots of snow for many parts of the country, fixing to go into drought and others, hot temperatures. Some areas can't get a lick of moisture to save their souls. Uh, All are very taxing on those newborns and greatly affect calf hood health. Paul Mitchell with Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients is jumping in. Paul, quick update on what you're seeing and hearing out there. And I know uh, it's you hear all the problem cases and people wanting you to fix them. Calves are, are doing fine. Um, we're definitely seeing patches of the country where they're having 
pretty significant crypto and coxie breaks and getting a lot of calls for pharma 10 gel right now from guys dealing with with scours that um uh, their neighbor told them hey you should be on this or looking at it and so visiting with guys again for next year now if a guy has uh, calves out making sure obviously that they've got a little bit of nutrition out there for for them in in shelter area uh lick tub can be really really positive especially if they're getting separated this time of the year with spring storms coming through uh, so they don't come out too famished um a lick tub and if you can put something in there and we've got most of the lick tub companies will carry pharmatan in there um, and if they don't have pharmatan something else that at least will help their gut not have them too famished when they come out because that's when they're going to be open for coxie type attack especially as they come out of that you know the standing water things like that conditions for coxie just get really bad i suppose is the word right you know i know we always say 60 to 90 days prior to calving is what we'd uh, we'd like to have the tannin into into the cow's diet for them to uh, get uh, the most efficiency from it but what if we didn't do that and we do have a crypto uh, or a coccidia outbreak what can we do in that situation well first of all um confirm what you have that's the first thing when guys call us Confirm what the what the pathogen source is on the scour. There's lots of resources online. Uh, there's a scour chart on our website at pharmatan.com. Uh, kind of look at the um, color, uh, consistency, um, age of the calf. All of those are really critical. Uh, we have seen reports of BVD, uh, bovine viral diarrhea, and uh, that is not something that can be treated. Uh, that is a serious, serious situation. You've got to get your veterinarian involved. And uh, that's uh, there is no simple answer. In fact, there is no known solution for that. You do need to be careful as a producer and, and really diagnose what it is you're dealing with. If it's a bacterial type scour, the calf pace, uh, a lot of them, if they've got antibodies, will do a good job of kind of supplementing the colostrum. If it's crypto, it's very difficult. Uh, our gel does seem to do a good job at stabilizing the gut wall. You're trying to do a treatment um, on something that's untreatable. So that's why we focus on prevention always. And that's why the uh, Pharmatan Clean Cow program has worked well, because we're getting crypto and coxie and clostridia and E. coli reduced out of her system to where the calf has less exposure to the pathogen in the first place. You know, as your first cows go through, if you're seeing like an E. coli type break, or rota or anything like that, then yes, the paste does a good job. It's got multiple antibodies in there for that. And we also have a multiple strain bacillus in there as well as some tannin. Uh, so the paste works really good for those types of causal agents. Uh, for your protozoa, which is crypto and coxie, uh, you really have to be on a prevention for those. Now for coxie, you can get a tannin via a tub or you can do a creep feed or you can do your best to try and get some uh, tannin if, if you have it out in the mineral the calves will lick on that with mom and that does try and extend that benefit into the calves to get in front of coxie uh, but crypto is a week one type deal they're getting infected from uh, you know on day one and they're going to break by day five six seven and um, uh, you really just need to keep them hydrated try and get some of the gel into them uh, or if there's like a, a charcoal type source something to to, to clog up the gut lining and prevent that uh, further damage uh, seems to be the about your goal you can do to stabilize it and talk to the vet you know if you if you think it's crypto uh, you've got to get in touch with the vet now let's say that we haven't had uh, our cow set up on the tannin 
We're going through spring and everything is is going well. Calf health, uh, calf health is well, and we are on the eve of uh, looking at breeding those cows. So, is there a protocol that you have where we're say that we're looking at? Yeah, we'd like to get the tannin into the to the cow's diet. Is there benefits to getting it in their diet now, pre breeding time? Farmatan is a hydrolyzable tannin. Um, Figure. So uh, it does have an affinity to protein. So when you put cows out on fresh grass and they get those protein scours, uh, the, the pharmatan will help slow down the digestion of that tannin and you'll get less um, less grease to a goose type, uh, you know, uh, scours. Right. And, and, and that scour, that protein scour can actually increase the ammonia uh, level in the animal. And ammonia is a poison. And so the liver has to work hard taking that blood urea nitrogen, that ammonia in the system and drop it into urea and out into urine. So that, that process um, of ammonia in the system can affect the pH of the uterus. Now what we've seen, and I know you've, you've spoken previously with Dwayne Seabrass mm-hmm. in Aberdeen. Dwayne has over 10,000 cows on, on uh, Pharmatan and he is seeing a nine and a half to 10 point improvement in breed back in his pharmatan herds compared to his non-pharmatan herds. Duane is probably the largest observation we have um, of someone measuring that between herds that are on pharmatan and herds that are not, and able to really vouch for that for that effect coming through. So how it's working is it's helping slow down the protein passage through the cow, which is good for your milk production because you're going the cow's going to get more out of that grass or out of that forage, but secondly, prevent that ammonia affecting the pH in the uterus. And that uh, that pH change can really ag- aggressively age the egg and narrows your window for fertilization. So by keeping the free ammonia down in the cow, you have a, a better window for fertilization. Whenever we have Paul Mitchell, one of the Pauls on the show, it always sparks questions, a lot of curiosity, and a couple of products that Paul was talking about, the Pharmatan gel to be used on those problem calves, and the Pharmatan itself to be used in the cow-calf diet. We have more and more information from producers using it as a preventative, and that's why we talk so many times that we need to get this into the cow's diet 60 to 90 days prior to calving. And when asked, when should we start on the program if we didn't get those cows on 60 to 90 days prior to calving? Well, the answer to that is really easy. Now, now is the time to start. In fact, While we were visiting, a few emails came in asking more questions about the benefits of feeding the tannin. Now, we're going to tackle those next week. If you have more questions, I know y'all do, you can fire them our way. Leave us a message or text us, 707-726-2420, or you can contact Paul directly at 515-745-1639. Speaking of questions, This one is from a listener in Virginia, and this one is for Jim Jensen with Lucky 7 Angus. Jim and I have had a great Q&A the past several weeks about feed efficiency in cattle, selection of those traits, and utilizing and using those genetics. Some have been curious. Some have been wanting more information. It's called putting Jim Jensen on the hot seat is what it's called. Now, uh, Jim, here's your question. Steve writes in asking this. Where do you go when you have to, when you want to change a little something, you want to inject more of this or that in your cow herd, or are you at a point 
where you've got what you need, you've got enough genetic variability in terms of the quantity of females that you have that you are able to steer this and fine-tune it, fine-tune it, fine-tune it. I know that is a very specific question about an operation, but a very valid question about an operation. Well, and that's a very good point. Um, Basically, you're asking how many branches is this tree going to have? The point is, Absolutely nowhere in the world can you buy bulls that have the feed efficiency bred into them like we do. We're the number one feed efficient program in the world, um, the number one high elevation pap test program in the world, and we're the number one durability. Our cattle can last and and just absolutely are proven to last longer, and we offer a four-year guarantee. So there is no place on earth that we can go out there and be comfortable to buy bulls that will you know, basically show us outcross um, sires. So we have to go inside of our own herd, and we have a pretty good collection of cattle inside of our herd. Um, but we study outside. We're, we're great students of the game. We study every single feed efficiency test system in the United States. We test or check their genetics out. And every now and again, we'll take a chance and go out there and buy one of those bulls. And, but every now and again, we get one that will actually go ahead and do what we need them to do. Jim will be back again next week answering more of those questions along with Paul Mitchell, visiting about the long-term benefits of using Pharmatan in the diet. Now, we've got to take a quick break, but go nowhere. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up radio show, including the numbers, when we come back. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 starts with horse racing. Six days with paramutual wagering, May 6th and 7th on Derby Days, coinciding with the Kentucky Derby. That'll be shown live in Mile City. Mother's Day is also special with moms free to the races. And more races added May 19th through the 21st. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. For schedule and tickets, go online, buckinghorsesale.com. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Stop by your local sale barn or livestock center and grab the latest issue of the Tri-State Livestock News. From the latest cattle market reports to various news stories within the ag industry, the Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. You can also check us out at tsln.com. And for those of you that might be interested in subscriptions or advertising, please give me a call, Tracy Hawk, at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. So glad you're hanging out with us. It's time when we check in with Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. Kirk and I recap the markets from the previous week, each and every week, and then give you some nuggets, some little strategies, maybe. And speaking of nuggets and strategies, if you want to learn a little bit more, I encourage you, please do so, because when is a good time to start your marketing program? Well, it was yesterday, right? Sign up for his free newsletter by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. You'll start getting his free newsletter each and every week, and that is a great way to start getting familiar with 
more details of the markets and a little bit more familiar with what Kirk and I visit about each and every week. So with that, Kirk, I'm going to turn it over to you, my friend. Let's talk numbers. What's going on? Let's talk numbers, Tigger. It's always fun to do this when we're when we're reporting those sharply higher cash prices. Mm-hmm. As of Friday, April 14th, May Cedar Futures closed 208.10. That's up $2.65 on the week with the CME Feeder Index at 201.31. That's up $8.09. If your listeners will remember, I was a little concerned about the basis being so wide last week. Uh, the rally in cash narrowed that basis to now a negative $2.09 versus April futures, which is a very normalized basis. June live cattle closed the week at 163.65, up 42.5 cents on the week. But the big news, cash traded 175 to 177 in the south and 180 to 186 in the north. That left the five-area weighted average at 180.35, up $7.27 on the week. The basis is a positive $5.60. So the feeders are not only getting these high prices, if their heads are getting a positive basis to add to it. The weekly slaughter was estimated at 613000 That was up. 10,000 over the holiday shortened week last week, but 25,000 lower than the same week last year. Choice boxes reported 302.62, so we cleared the $3 mark. That's up $11.64 on the week. A little note of caution to our listeners: April hogs are trading about $72, so that spread between hogs and cattle is getting quite wide. Um, not a topping signal, but definitely something to be a little bit concerned about. To wrap this up, December corn closed the week at 560 and a quarter. That's up four and a quarter cents on the week. Corn is basically consolidated between 550 and 570 as it tries to decide its next big move. You know, a lot of people always ask you, Kirk, well, what do you think about this and this and this? I'm going to do that very thing because over uh, the weekend, over last weekend, there was a lot of discussion and scuttlebutt, I'll just say, of people saying, we could see these fats go over two bucks. What say you, Kirk? I think it's possible. Uh, anything's possible. I think the conflicting argument to that is, especially with hogs at 72 and a potential recession looming over the horizon, um, we will price ourselves out of the market at some point also. Uh, the million-dollar question, the hard part, is where is that level? And that's really unknown by anybody until after the fact. And right. I think as you make your hedging decisions, that's probably the primary piece of information. We will price ourselves out of this market. We don't know where that'll be. And when do you make a move? Mark Van Z with equinemarket.com. Coming up this Wednesday, April 26th, we have our monthly online horse auction. Bidding opens at just $100. No reserve. All horses will sell. Featured lots include Tulsa, a sorrel, quarter horse mare, good-minded four-year-old horse ready to go in any direction with a great start on her from MTS Quarter Horses in Ada, Oklahoma. Paleface, the paint mare, well-started three-year-old used extensively on the ranch for gathering, sorting, and roping from Rocking Age Quarter Horses in Rollins, Wyoming. Beeve, a paint mare, 18-year-old, grade, kid, lesson, beginner-friendly. She trail rides, goes English or Western from Ricochet Stables in Athens, Texas. Chief, a red roan, a QHA gelding, promising barrel or roping prospect from rocking H quarter horses in Rollins, Wyoming. Tucker, a bay quarter horse gelding, excellent manners and a funny personality, loads well in the trailer, stands tied, rides out alone, sound and up to date on all routine care from KR Training in Larchburg, Colorado. Duke, a buckskin paint gelding, he's eight years old, started on the barrels and been around the ranch sorting and moving cattle from NTS quarter horses in Ada, Oklahoma. 
Branson, a buckskin quarter horse gelding, 11 year old, great. He stands 15-3, nicely broke to ride. He's got a big motor when asked. He'd make an excellent head horse or barrel prospect from Ricochet Stables in Athens, Texas. Casper, a great Gypsy Varner gelding, about 15.3 hands. He's an American cream draft horse that is five years old. He's selling his grade. He stands tight, and he's easy to braid and wash. He knows all the basics from KR Training in Larchburg, Colorado. Butterscotch, a done quarter horse mare, eight-year-old grade. She prefers outside on the trail to be with friends, up to date on all vaccinations, and her teeth were just done from Dreaming of Colorado in Morris, Colorado. Vanna, a bay Mustang mare. She's nine years old, according to the BLM. Broke to ride. She does great in the open pasture. Very hardy horse from Adventure Horsemanship in Fredona, Arizona. Bidding opens at just $100 and is currently live, but all horses will sell the morning of Wednesday, April 26th. Got a horse to sell? Regular online horse auctions, fourth Wednesday of every month on equinemarket.com and auctiontime.com. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Before we say fairly well, a big tip of the hat is going to go out to all of you parents out there that got creative for your sons and or your daughter's proms. What I'm talking about is the the creative grand march, the grand arrival where you cleaned up one of the loader tractors where your son and his date went in, or maybe you cleaned up the, the truck and the stock trailer, the grain trucks and the dualies and just about everything, the pots, the semis. I've seen them all this year, awfully darn creative, and I'm tipping my hat to you. And now that's going to wrap it for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Paul Mitchell with Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, Jim Jensen with Lucky 7 Angus, Marty Ropp with Allied Genetic Resources, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com and EquineMarket.com, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, and John Morford with the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. A big thank you goes out to our partners, of course, the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We have updates, multiple updates on Facebook each and every week. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And you can call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>